Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Welcome back, Sacramento. This is Sacktown Sports alongside Chris Watkins. I am Zachariah. Three hours in the books, Chris. One more to go until the weekend begins, at least for us. But not for you listeners, because we will have Whitey and Draper coming up. Are they doing a full show? They're actually earning their paycheck today. <laughs> yes, they shows. do. Yes, they uh, two, they two they will be uh, doing their full show today. <laughs> and I'm seeing. Uh, sorry, I know um, we were talking about Randy Gregory and, and his payment. How how that's going to be dispersed? I'm mm-hmm. seeing here from uh, Pro Football Talk that the Broncos are going to pay all of the 14 million dollar base salary for uh, for Randy Gregory. That's this what season. I thought. They were planning to cut him, and so it was kind of uh, they were going to be paying him no matter easy what. Easy thing to, to yeah to negotiate. Yeah. The Ooh. Niners will only be paying him the vet minimum, which is uh, uh, 840 thousand dollars. Unbelievable. And uh, he has no guaranteed money past this year. Literally, so. the rich getting richer. Quite literally, yep. right? Not without even having spending to pay any more. money. No. Yeah, Didn't getting richer without. So they money. still have the cap space to make a move. Yeah, and I'm sure me and Emil will be talking about this on Return of the Empire. Yes, sir. Tuesday night, I've six never to heard seven. Of that. What is, yeah, is that? It's a, show? a 49ers show. Oh, six to seven. Me that and you our insider show up Emil. To? Sometimes, sometimes okay. I'm at home. Sometimes <laughs> I go. It's, I actually listened to that because I was driving home. Oh, nice. Well, I actually listened. That's a great, great compliment. I didn't mean to phrase it like that. No, but I. I know no one does, no, but I, I literally I, I do know no one does. in its entirety. But I mean, yeah. I, I do most of my listening in the car, and I was yeah. in the car. No, nice, I phrased nice. it as I do with a lot of things. No, I phrased okay. that poorly. I meant it in a good way. I did. I listened to the whole thing, but I could tell that you were not in studio. I was not. No, I. I mean, you can hear in my voice, dude. I've been yeah. going through some illness. I don't. Yeah. Something's wrong with me. COVID. Blame it on wrong. COVID. I took the test. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't that I wouldn't be here. So. No, I mean, it was, it was still a great show. I could just oh, tell oh, and you. guys. Well, I mean. It was a, actually yeah. and, and, a good show. And as a professional. I was surprised. As a professional, <laughs> I, I was telling that you guys were blowing through the proper breaks. Like you were supposed to, like you were going way past the breaks. I'm like, what's going on there? Yeah. And I figured it was because you were remote. You know what I mean? Uh, stuff no, happens. they're just don't We know. have different, whatever. It's inside baseball stuff. <laughs> it's a great show, yeah. and you should tune in every Please. Tuesday. Tuesday, 6 to 7. 6 to 7. Six to seven. Me and Emil. Because us a as a station, meat. we say 6 to 6, but sometimes yeah. it's 6, six to seven. I get I get all worked up and emotional, so if you want to see that, you know, I'm screaming, and yeah. I'm passionate about the Niners. I love so, it. Yeah. You throw away the whole, like, no cheering in the press box. You throw. Oh, that no, I'm not doing away. that. Yeah. That's... Uh, no, I can't do that. Okay. I don't want to get kicked out. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Well, again, to reset, he's Chris Walken. Yeah. I am Zachariah. This is Sacktown Sports. You can join the show, as Cam did earlier, uh, by being heard, 916-339-1140, or you can text in at the same place. You can also go ahead and search on YouTube, Sacktown Sports, uh, vote on our poll that we have up there. Which are you watching live on Sunday? Niners, Cowboys, or Kings first preseason game? Chris said definitively, yes, I will be watching the Kings preseason yep. game. And it'll be shorter too, so you know, I Fair can enough. watch the game and then by the time the Kings game's over, it'll probably be like mid third. So. Are you not a two TV guy? Oh no, I will. I'll have I'll have something I'll have the Kings game on the main TV and I'll okay. probably have Sunday night football on the laptop. Do you have you're probably not old enough to have a man cave yet. Are no, you? no, no, no. Not a man cave guy? No, no. That's one of my goals. 
as I turn 40 this yeah. weekend. Uh, I want to have a man cave for sure. I kind of already have the designated spot figured out, but like, yeah. I want to have like just TVs. I mean, at, like, you kind of got the bachelor pad area. already, though. Do you really need a man cave when you got the bachelor pad? <laughs> Isn't the whole thing kind so, of a man cave? Yeah, but I want my own area, Chris. <laughs> I want my own area to zone out, prep for the shows. You know what I mean? Do sure. whatever I got to do. But yeah. Um, okay. So this trade, you make what of it? I mean, again, this is not an area where I would be thinking the Niners would be addressing, but uh, the Dolphins we saw earlier Mm -hmm. got Claypool. I don't think that you would point to the Dolphins and go, they need a wide receiver, but if you're the Niners, why not? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is is why not? Nate said it when he first announced the trade. Like They they get a seventh-round pick back with this on top of Randy Gregory, only gave up a sixth, and as we, we set up top, they're not even really paying for him. They're paying him the vet minimum. Yep. You're it's it's almost a no-brainer. And this is why sometimes football just doesn't make sense to me because Randy Gregory, now he's not Khalil Mack or, you know, he's not Nick Bosa. No. He's he's not the guy that, you know, I, I think people were hoping he would be when he first came into or came into the NFL, but he's still a really good pass rusher. And it feels like if you're a team that that isn't like the Niners and actually struggles to get to the quarterback, I don't understand how you can't say that a fifth round pick, a flyer on some guy is is a better option than, than going for what you know in Randy Gregory. And, you know, shout out to the Niners who who hopped on this opportunity. Like they 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 recognize that this is this is a, an opportunity to get even better and get even deeper. And uh it, it just it, it makes their line somehow even more dominant than it would already was. Yeah, for sure. And from David Lombardi, the Niners just added former Cowboys pass rusher Randy Gregory, who has 19 and a half career sacks, yet another in-season trade. The Niners have become kings of the in-season trade. Lynch and Shanahan are, in all caps, Chris, very aggressive. And yeah, I mean, this, I mean, it's not like we didn't already look at the Niners as being an all-in team. Right. But this is just adding on to it. Yeah. And it's, I, I mean, I'm kind of with you where you scratch your head and you go, like, why Why would this be allowed? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're the Broncos, you're trading him out of conference. Oh, absolutely. Sort of yeah. like what the Blazers did sending Dame sure. and Holiday to the Eastern Conference. Like, I, I guess I get it in that sense. But if you're a team that is, like, the Niners aren't a Gregory away from being a Super Bowl contender. They right. already are. If you are an actual team that's, that's a saying. Gregory away, why yeah. wouldn't you be going after that, especially for the price that we saw? And Denver's paying for all of it. Right. Yeah. I, that's what I, I just said. Like, what's I going on? I don't understand. It's like understand. I'm taking crazy pills. It doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. And uh, I mean, yeah, especially, you know, if, if you're anybody, I mean, really, realistically, anybody, like the, the Rams should have been looking at that. Like, there's all to anybody. It's anybody one, that's on the fringe. Yeah. It's kind of also like Seahawks, you, <laughs> Lions, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I get, and this is, again, this is why the, the 49ers front office, frankly, deserves to be shouted out it's here. It's got to be numero uno. It's not in even the entire like, league. When you're not, when it's not even a focus and you still have to, to Lombardi's point, like the, the aggression to go out there mm-hmm. and get that deal done, that's how. That's how you stay up top. Yeah. That's how the rich, you know, like we've been saying, well, that's like how the rich Christian get richer. McCaffrey, like, You're never even settled. Even that was like, why would, like, you don't even, like, yeah. why you don't even need him? You have Debo. No. He's I mean, a running back. A lot of GMs always talk about how, you know, never being satisfied, uh-huh. never being settled. Even if you're you're solid, you you always need to be adjusting. Yep. And a lot of the times they're not true to that. A lot mm-hmm. of the times people do get complacent. They they fall in love with the names yep. or, or the guys that got they feel got them there. For sure. And don't feel like they need to add. But this is, this is 
is John Lynch truly doing what what every GM says they're going to do? And you got to stay active. Even when you feel like you're up top, you always have to explore all your options and all your opportunities. And and that's exactly what this is. This is a this is a move where the Niners really on paper, they don't need to make this move. That Javon Kinlaw is somebody who's not getting getting not getting a ton of playing time. Mm-hmm. Lee Farrell is somebody who who is in the rotation. Drake Jackson, uh Hargrave, Armstead, Bosa, like they don't need more pass rushing and still the fact that John Lynch just hops on this, I just think it's a, a huge credit to him and in, in that organization for just never being settled. Yeah, for sure. 916-339-1140 is where you can jump in. The Niners continue to get richer. I'm going to do something that no other radio show oh. is going to do, Okay, Chris. Okay, I'm going to go all the way back into the early 90s when there was actual trash talk, the good old days. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson before the 1993 season's NFC Championship game against the Niners on the radio. Remember the radio, Chris? Yeah, that Remember old that? Thing. Oh, we got to go? Okay, well, I, I could, I'll, I'll tease this you for the next your time. Thought. Well, no. no, we'll talk about the Kings preseason, and I will tell you, that, that'll, be, that'll be the tease. I will tell you what Jimmy Johnson said on the radio in 1993 before a Niners-Cowboys NFC Championship game. We're missing this kind of smack talk. I want to bring it back, Chris. We got to find it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And we're going to get it from Steven Ruiz if I can uh, wrangle him <laughs> in over the weekend. We'll do all that next. Zachariah, Chris Watkins, right here, Sacktown Sports, 1140. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Yes, sir. Down the home stretch we go right here. Sacktown Sports. He is Chris Watkins. I am Zachariah. You can call or text the show. 916-339-1140 is where you do so. You can check us out live streaming. Can I see Simone in the back? No, I can only see Nate. But Simone's back there. She's chilling. She's doing her thing. She's working. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, the whole family's here, even though there's, you know, the parking lot a little empty out here. But uh, Yeah, you know. I can't. Just wait till we, we leave. I mean, we got here at, like, you know, 830 or something when people are supposed to be here. At 2 o'clock, everyone yeah. should yeah. be here. Yeah. We'll see how uh, we'll yeah. see how parking lot's I did here. see that we're getting our first uh, first aid, that whole thing, by the bathroom where the coffee is. Yeah. That's that's. Like ref like it's refilled. Been filled. Yeah. That's great. There's a person for that apparently. Did you have to use it? Why did you change? No, it? I was just getting coffee. <laughs> but they were changing out the oh, first they were like adding band-aids okay. or what I didn't even know we yeah. had one. No. But now I know. Yeah, you never know. The more you know. Things get in your eye. But let's good. go to the phone lines. I've been teased by this. Yeah. As we do teases in the industry. I've been teased that Steven in Sacramento has a great question for us. Steven, welcome to the program. What's popping? Oh, what's popping, boys? Uh first and foremost. Chris, now that Chris, Chris and company is back, we're still looking for the, uh, that Australian, you know what I'm saying, yes. that's watching on the fridge. The Australian okay? smart I fridge. Got to dust off the smart fridge, you know My what I'm guy. saying? Um, yes. You're going to have so, to explain that in the commercial break. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's a throwback reference. Okay. Okay. Real ones, no. Okay. I'll let Chris take that one yeah. over. Okay, right. real quick. So you guys talk about all the time about how you guys are like big fans. You guys are deep, you know, um, big Niner fans, you guys are Kings fans, all that fun stuff. But you guys have a job to do as well. So my question to you is, what do you guys do when you're up in the booth, when you're doing your job, you're at the game, you're in the stadium or whatever, 
what do you guys do to keep yourself from fanning, to keep yourself from cheering? Because you don't want to get kicked out. You don't want to get in trouble and all that fun stuff. So what do you guys do to find that happy medium of, like, doing your job and, like, containing your excitement when a touchdown is thrown or when there's a big half-court three or something? What what do you what do you guys do when when those moments happen? It's a great like, question. How can you guys yeah, how yeah. you guys fan without fanning? It's a great question. Thank you guys, I appreciate absolutely. You guys. That's yeah, a great absolutely. question. And look, there is a phrase called "no cheering in the press box." Yes, and I have done preseason for multiple professional teams, and there are some teams that are actually my favorite team while I'm covering them. Mm-hmm. And the answer is kind of like the same way that you don't get in trouble in in school That's what or I was something thinking, like the same way you just yeah. don't <laughs> you react you compartmentalize when, sometimes exactly. you got to compress it yeah so like i've never push those feelings down exactly and i think uh you know we had a meal in he was talking about like he was just chuckling after cmc's fourth touchdown or yeah. whatever but i just i don't know the same way if you and I have a conversation, like if you and I went to the bar and had a beer together or yeah. whatever, the way that I speak would be a lot differently than what sure. I did. Like I, I've never, knock on wood or whatever, I've never sworn on air. Mm-hmm. When that microphone gets cut on, right. it's just- Sailor. It's, yeah, it's yeah. just, a, it, it's a it's a flip in the switch to your brain. And yeah. it's the same way, like even Code if it's, switching even if it's the team that you love call, yeah. and something crazy happens, you yeah. just don't react. So I know that's not really an answer to the question, but it's almost like it's just, a, yeah. it's just something that you don't do. I would also like to say that- that you know it's a little overblown like especially maybe in the media circles i've been in but you know with the especially with the kings like you've had people react i mean i think there's everybody has it, there's like an unspoken limit like i mean and maybe i also sit next to my guys like i'm next to frankie and i'm next to brendan uh-huh. so you know if a sick dunk happens whether it be on oh. the kings or for the kings yeah, like yeah. i'm i'm holding everybody back yeah, and yeah, i'm yeah. you know we we react like it's not like it's church you know it's church or anything like some that some people take that very seriously some people though, do Chris. and that's so there's also become a big conversation of old media and new media and i do literally mean with age like there is you know a way that People cover, like, you know, some of the older media guys will be upset at, you know, they feel like younger people are a little bit more into the player. You know, like, it, mm-hmm. it's not it's not critical. You're, and you're to just, that point, there's yeah. different pockets of the media area. Yes, immediate, honestly. So, like you said, if you're with, you know, if you're with Frankie, you guys yeah. are chilling. It's going to be different than if you're with I think, an old head, quote I think to, to kind of summarize what both of us have said is it's pretty much like a school. It's it's just school. It's really all it is. Sitting like, down at the lunch table. There's there's yep. clicks. Yep. And the clicks are very real and yep. they're very clicky. Yep. And there's you know there is quiet time. There's a time where everybody has to have a certain level of respect for mm-hmm. what's going on. For and sure. The the institution that we're in. All professionalism. That good stuff. Yep. And there's a time where you know there's an in between where yes you're supposed to be professional yeah. but. You know, you're sitting next to your friends, and you're gonna you're gonna make comments, you're gonna laugh, you're yeah. gonna have. And I would like, say and it's also like we're covering sports, so for sure. I think that's the Don't biggest thing with the young versus seriously. old. Is yeah. I think a lot of the time yeah. with this younger media, like we 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 we're we're covering basketball, yeah. like or football, like it's it's you know we're it's a sport, it's, to be it's fun. a game, yeah, yeah for it's sure, supposed and, to be fun. And I would say like 99 percent of the time, I'm professional, but. If there's some crazy, like you said, like yeah. a dunk, either if it's the Kings doing the dunking yeah. or getting dunked on, yeah. 
it's almost impossible yeah. not to have yeah. a reaction to it. And maybe it's it, tempering it. Like, yeah. there's, you know, you can jump up and exactly. say, oh, my God. Yeah, or yeah. you can, like, but that initial little small and one is impossible. And be yeah. like, did everybody Whoa. else just see what yeah. I just saw? Yeah. Little things get drowned out, too. When you're at Golden 1, it's right. like something big happens. You it, you kind of like, it's so you loud, make a noise, yeah. and it's yeah. you, you don't hear anything. Because uh, everybody else is yeah. going crazy. A, yeah. a, a big one for me was, like, fake it till you make it. Just kind of pretend that I, I'm not, uh, you know, like the biggest one that was, it was Kyrie just got traded to Dallas and it was his first game, yeah. uh, what, his first game playing? And, yeah. uh, it was here at Golden mm-hmm. 1. And we're in the post game, the media room downstairs, the press room. Kyrie just walks in and I'm like, why is he in here? Why is everyone acting <laughs> like this is normal? Other players don't usually come in there from when I've been in right. there. So I was like, I'm right here next, like five feet from one of the biggest stars in the NBA right now and everyone's just ignoring it. So I'm like, I guess I just pretend that nothing's happening and it, it's so weird. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. I mean, to yeah, fake it till you make you it. You just gotta, you just gotta, honestly, you gotta be chill. It's that's a, the biggest yeah, thing. Like these chill. guys are way like every, you can't be a fan. Like you have to, it's, it's media. Like you're not meant to be a fan. And so you have to carry yourself differently. I mean, to, to, you know, make, make it short. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, you're there to, you're there to do a job at some points and these guys don't want to feel like, they're, you know, they're in a setting where they can't be themselves. Yeah, for sure. And if you're just tuning in, uh, the Niners get Randy Gregory. And if you think that that's the good news, I have even more good news for you. They're just going to be paying him the veteran minimum or, man, I wish my veteran minimum I know, was $840,000 a year. Man, that would be nice. Um, Gregory is under contract through 2026, but nothing is guaranteed beyond this season. So San Francisco has full flexibility. They bring in a guy who can only add to what they're doing. And like much like I think Kyle Shanahan probably has all these thoughts spinning around in his head when he's thinking about his offensive game plan, you know, having yeah. CMC, having like Debo as a wide receiver and a running back, having Iuke, having Kittle, mm-hmm. who's pretty much probably underused when it comes to actual offensive production. Now, I'm sure on the defensive side, they're going to have the same type of thing where it's like, where yeah. do you, I mean, did you even need the guy? I mean, you know, pass rush was pretty good yeah. prior to acquiring him, right? And this is a guy that's a sack guy? Yes. So it's like, okay, so you're going to get more sacks? Yes, they uh, are. Can more you pressure. Get, can you get more than one sack in a play, Chris? Uh, no, but you can share sacks. So maybe <laughs> maybe true. maybe they'll like learn how to split it into third. <laughs> I've only seen half sacks. Maybe the Niners can invent like yeah. third sacks or maybe even quarter sacks. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it should add. And uh, Lombardi also tweeted out, because this was my first question. I think probably most people's first question. Uh, the next question, will Gregory suit up for the Niners against his former team on Sunday night? And from what he's saying, he's not at practice. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, would not suspect. This I don't just even happened. know if that's possible. There's no yeah, chance he's I mean, playing. It's just, I mean, that is that is what you actually first think about right. when you do it, right? Absolutely. You know? You go, yeah. hey, Can he play? Can he play? Can he play? Is he playing on Sunday? No. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, uh, I don't know what to say. I Like, I've already talked about how, I'm not worried about this game. Yep. I'm not worried about the Eagles. I'm not worried about pretty much anybody. I mean, again, and you and I actually differ a little bit on this, 
where I'm just I'm more worried about the AFC. Mm-hmm. You're lesser so. You did have the Bills in there, but you yeah. had the Eagles up there. I think just the Eagles lost too many pieces. But, I mean, it's just the rich get richer, and it's, again, why I'll be taking a lot more from what the Cowboys do on Sunday sure. than I will from what the Niners do. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a bigger game for the Cowboys. I, I just sure. think that it means more for them. And, you know, yeah, what we talked about a lot yesterday was yep. – Essentially, I mean, if the Niners lose, I'm not ready to change my overall opinion on them. It might alter it slightly, but yeah. for the most part, if even if the Niners get blown out, I'm still going to feel like they have this is a Super Bowl season. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, either way, all eyes will be on it quite literally because it's the only game as it's Sunday night football, but it should be uh, a very interesting watch and we'll see what takes place. All I know is and I I never got to my Jimmy Johnson stuff, but basically he said that he was going <laughs> to win the ball game in the NFC Championship game. He said you could put it in three-inch headlines. And then Seifert shot back on Bay Area airwaves and said, well, the man's got bleep. I'll tell you that. I don't know if they're brass or paper mache. We'll find out here pretty soon. And I just wish we had more stuff like that. I feel like you had more stuff like that when there was less of a spotlight on oh, all yeah, of it. You know what sure. I mean? All right, coming up, bottom of the hour, let's get into the rest of week five. What are the big games? I've been... I thought games were going to be bad when they've been good, and I thought they were going to be good, and they've been bad. So we'll see. We'll take a look at the slate uh, before we get to crosstalk with Whitey and Draper. We'll do all that next. Chris Walk and Zachariah right here. Sacktown Sports, 1140. Live and local. Live and local. This is Sacktown Sports. This is Sacktown Sports. I am. Zachariah. He is Chris Watkins. Oh, yeah. Coming up at 145. Whitey, Draper, check in with the guys. Them drive guys? They gave us some love yesterday on my, on my drive really? home. They did. I We're, didn't listen to the show yesterday. Well, because so they kind of, you know, they, they stole our content. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, again, well, I do most of, of my... going in front of them. I do most of my listening in the car. Uh-huh. So I was in the car. And, yeah, they gave us some love talking about, like, which quarterback in Niners history Mm -hmm. does Brock Purdy most remind you of. And we all gave our examples of it. Uh, The only reason why I slightly disagree with you is because Purdy doesn't make the bonehead moves that Jimmy G did, as you said, that he was But that's where Alex Smith comes in. Yeah, 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 the safe part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess if you merge them together and they had a quarterback baby, it would be Purdy. I got you. That's where I'm going. Uh, So, yeah, we'll check in with the fellas coming up at 145. But right now... Can we get some NFL? I, I'm sorry, Nate. This God. is it's a flag on me. I wouldn't say 15 yards. I wouldn't say five yards. Ten yards. Okay, Simone's got me back there. Ten yard variety. I didn't prepare you for this, but give me a little NFL music. You can drop it whenever you want. As we go into the slate, as it is Friday. It is. It's football Friday, as some people call it in the biz. And we have week five. Week five already. I know. If I were to just like pass the month, snap, mark. guess the week, I would have said like two. Oh, wow. <laughs> That'd be wrong because that'd mean you only watch one week. No, so. but I mean, like, I don't feel like it. we're already in week five. Does it, doesn't it feel like it's going by fast? Uh, Yeah. No, I mean, it definitely feels like it's we're, it's surprising to me that we're already getting towards the middle of the season. But it is week five sounds right to me. Okay, fair enough. Um, Are you are, are you a guy that loves football so much as Here's we talk about the drive guys and the midday guys and the morning guys? Are you a guy that will wake up at 6.30 in the no, morning to no, watch you Jacksonville no. and Buffalo? I'm not no? waking up at 6.30 in the no? morning for nothing. No. For nothing? No, for nothing. You, like, Maybe a tea time, but that's about it. What's the earliest you ever wake up? And uh, for what? 
If it's just casual, like I usually wake up around seven, seven fifteen, oh, okay. maybe seven thirty. So far off. Yeah, but that's It'll not half earlier than that's like I have to effort <laughs> to do it. Fair enough. Well, the Jaguars, Multiple who I think alarms. are they planning on moving Jacksonville? Eventually. To Eventually. The, the, there point. it is. That a boy name. There you go. Just a couple minutes late. Nah. Um, right on time. Do you think they're? I don't know how they're. I mean, I guess they're showing how they can do it. So the Jaguars stayed out there, right? Because yes, they did. Yeah. Last week, and uh, are they not doing the Toy Story? I hope not. Okay. It was promising, but also incredibly not promising at the same time. Yeah. I have said this, and I will sign my name off on this. The Jaguars have been the most disappointing team to me thus mm. far through four games, but they are two and two, which kind of shows me if you're a good team and you're having a bad season, and you're 2-2, two and two, it means you're a really good team. But they take on the Bills, who have completely turned things around yeah. with Josh Allen after him turning the ball over four times in the second half against the Jeez. Jets on Monday Night Football. Um, so no interest in that game. Move forward. I, I mean, I have interest. I think okay. those are two really good teams. I think it's a good matchup. I'm just not going to wake up for it. I'll catch it. I'll catch the fourth quarter, maybe. Fair enough. Texans-Falcons. Two teams that I literally I yeah, could interchange. This one, I I could interchange the two teams. I think at least the the Texans have C.J. Stroud going for them. Okay. Uh, you know, that's exciting. But He's for every C.J. Stroud you give me, I'll give you a uh, B. John Robinson. Yeah, for sure. I, Nico Collins has been exciting. Tank Dell has been exciting. Okay. You well, know, what about I, Pitts? He's supposed to emerge as a superstar tight end. Uh, how? Uh, what time? When? <laughs> Please, because I've been waiting for years now. What's funny is that oftentimes when I look at these games, I just like to guess what they put it at. Yeah. And when I looked at this game, I was like, it's a it's a coin flip. And sure enough, Nevada has it at, at, at one and a half. Yeah. Uh, Panthers I like the Lions. Texans in that one, by the way. The pesky Lions. Yeah. Pesky I mean, this Lions, is no battle here. Nothing. This is, if I were doing a Survivor Series, yeah. if I had to pick a, a no. must-lose team, uh-huh. I'm going with the Panthers. Oh, God. This I know just... Amon Ross is questionable, <laughs> I think they said today, but yeah. this is where I'm going. This feels like the, the biggest layup of the week. It just it keeps getting worse. Maybe the New York football job. As I'm trying to make these games exciting. Yeah. Uh, how does Titans-Colts excite you? It doesn't. It it just it does not. It does not even a little bit. There's nothing exciting. I mean, Anthony Richardson again. You know, he he has been exciting to watch, but oh, uh, that team is is lack of superstars. Though Jonathan Taylor, it is supposed to be the Jonathan Taylor return. So uh-huh. uh, I guess there's that to watch. But from the Tennessee side, mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill, no thanks. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Derrick Henry had a nice little uh, turn back the clocks game last week. Uh-huh. He's looked a uh, step slower than normal. Yeah. Unimpressed. Unimpressed okay. with the Titans. Well, here's a talking point. Right. I, got, I have a talking point for you. There's How do Chiefs you feel? Vikings, too. Uh, oh. On Sunday. Yeah, well, that's yeah, some might mildly be excited. in that. Yeah. Mildly excited for um, that. High scoring. How do you feel about when uh, famous people or rich people call people hamburger flippers or hot dog flippers? <laughs> I don't think anybody have you seen enjoys this? that. Have you seen this? Uh, I've seen some AI art of people walking out with hamburgers, but I and like in in the no to, for the most part. I'm just going to answer no. Okay. Well, Giants lineman apologizes for calling booing fans hamburger flippers. So basically, he got booed pretty badly. <laughs> Offensive lineman <laughs> out of Alabama, and he called them. You know, basically, he doesn't take any of the boos seriously. Sure. Quote: The person that's commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? Neil said, according to. NJ.com. Most critics really don't understand the game of football to the level that we understand it in this mm. building. So why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of a sheep? Wow. That is, uh, I believe that's a Zlatan Ibrahimovic quote, if I'm not mistaken. You just, you can never, you're never going to win 
when you yeah, I mean, degrade you should, the fan base. Yeah, that's not that's not a winning formula. It's yeah. usually usually not a great way to go. And I'm not like hardcore on the side of like we pay these guys salary. Oh yeah, jump in, Whitey. We can do an extended handoff. Oh, turn them up, turn them up. Yeah, my bad. We have a special guest in the building. I used to sell hot dogs for a living. I ran a okay. hot dog cart. Not only Never, hot dogs. not once in my life did I flip a hot dog. That's the thing that bothered me about it. The rest was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hot dog flippers. No, I sold hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. I never, you don't flip a hot dog. Well, I think he was rolling with the flip for the burger and then just kind of tied hot it into the hot flippers. dogs because hot dogs and hamburgers. But yeah, I'm with you. No one flips a hot dog. No. What? Pup, 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 pup. I don't think I've ever flipped a hamburger. Oh, yeah, that's a drop. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Whitey. Thank you yes. for sharing that. Yes. We appreciate yeah. that. Uh, you'll get Thank more you of that. Thank you for your insight. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I don't know where, where else we would have So, anyways, that. that was all leading to Giants and Dolphins, which is another stinker. Saints, yeah. Patriots. I mean, Ravens, Ugh. Steelers. Ugh. I mean, give me oh, something here, Chris. You know, you got some Eagles. There. Oh, Rivalry. Eagles, Rams. Eagles, Rams. That's a good, that's a good game. Your voice can keep getting Sorry. higher. It's not going to get more interesting <laughs> not to me. More interesting. Well, I Bengals, <laughs> Cardinals, uh, Jets, Broncos, and your Chiefs, Vikings. I mean, Chiefs yeah, Vikings. it's basically all leading up to it Cowboys, all. Niners. Yes, that's, that's all. This is. It's all yeah. appetizers. It's you know just them throwing little you know just little little appetizers little, little out there stuff. for the entree yeah. is is yeah. at the the Sunday night game. I'm going to stick by Eagles. Rams is interesting. So I think the Rams are on my it's pesky list. I've sure. Got, I've got a pesky list. Yeah. I got the Lions in there. I got the Seahawks yeah. in there. I'm throwing the Rams what's, in there. What's the, the line on that one? Excellent question. You guess it. That'll, I would that'll say, make it more fun. Uh, Eagles will be favorites. It's in LA. We'll say Eagles by four. Okay. This is the second. Now I I feel like you're cheating now. I'm not this cheating. This is the second time you've done this. I looked at you this. the entire time. All right. Yeah. That's exactly what even, it is. I mean, yeah. I can't Eagles minus straight. four. And you get a field goal for being at home, so they're basically saying they think these teams are pretty similar, which is why I'm not afraid of Philly if you're a Niners fan. I'm afraid of nobody. Well, no, doesn't that mean the Rams are the home team, so aren't the Rams getting three on top of that four? Wouldn't that be like they think it's going to be seven Yeah, so they're saying that they're seven points. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like the Rams are just a little bit too thin uh, in pretty much all the wrong places uh, to to keep up with the Eagles. All right. I know, I know. Cooper Cup is also, we were talking about Jonathan Taylor coming back. Cooper Cup. Supposed to be uh, coming back this week as well, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got that as a good game, yeah. but that's pretty much the only one I can make an argument for. The I think the slate's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I think it's, to our earlier point, I think it's going to be a very, very slow day and everyone just kind of waiting for uh, for that for that Niners, uh, Niners-Cowboys game. Or... As we found out via our poll, you, oh, you, oh, you stole it from me. I was going to, I was going to get well. in there with that. You can watch the Kings preseason game. Yes, which, as we're finding out, pretty much 50-50. almost, almost a direct split here in Sacramento. An upset, unsurprising in my eyes. Unsurprised. Right. Coming up next, let's check in with the Drive guys, Whitey and Draper. What do they have in store for you from two to six? We'll find out next. Zachariah, Chris Watkins, right here, Sacktown Sports, eleven forty. Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Oh, speaking of which, my guy, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut into crosstalk. Dri- drive guys here, Mr. Draper, Mr. Yo. Whitey. Hello. I've got to go to this guy, though, because he's so faithful, and he listens to radio throughout the entire day. 
He is Mitch in New Jersey. Let's oh, go man. to him shortly. Mitch, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty good for Friday. You know, Friday should be a good day. Some of the FedEx equipment goes wrong, but and they're paying me, right? So it's a longer day. But anyway, hope everything's well. Thanks for taking my call, you guys. What do you got, Mitch? Uh, you know how, how kind of a listener I am. But, uh, you know, I you know, knock on wood. Bye, beware. I think the game Sunday will be a great game. I think the 49ers pull out. I think they got a better defensive line. And their weapons are so much uh, so much better. I mean, I, I'm hoping they, they don't play Chris uh, McCaffrey too much. Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, he, he, he could be starting for half the teams. And, of course, you got Debo, the secret weapon. And Auk, there's so many good weapons. We shoot, and it should be like 45-22. Hey, Mitch. You are, you are a gem. That is, that is Mitch in New Jersey. Wow. He calls every show. Every show, like, on both coasts. I don't know how he does it. I love him though. I have a I have a soft spot in my in my heart for that guy. Man. So anyway, you 40, taking that forty five twenty two five twenty two? You, uh, you, you buying that? That's probably a score. That's yeah, gotta be. Yeah, that's yeah. Gotta be. <laughs> I'd like to know how he came up with yeah. that one. Right? He's talking about load management for CMC. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't play him too much. My goodness. Blowout. I, feel like I don't I'm think it's going to be a blowout spot. But what do you guys got coming up from two to six? Uh, pretty much what you guys did, and we're just going to rehash it. Okay. Cool. Plus, we have Jesse Sapolo's going to join us today. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Great 49ers. There you yeah. go. We're going to talk also about quarterbacks that we thought were going to be great. Turned out they oh. weren't so good. Mm. So many. Interesting. Yeah. Now, let me uh, ask you this. Ruiz type situation. <laughs> let me ask the drive guys this. Yes. In all of your experience, is there anything that you can gain from preseason basketball? As we've talked about, and we put up a poll. I don't know about gain. You can lose something from pre. Like, Ooh, if a guy looks bad like in preseason, mm. you know, if a guy you're on the fence about and he looks bad, mm-hmm. that's a bad sign. I that's, like you know, that. if, if, you know, if we're looking, you know, at Davion and we want to see him knock down shots, if he struggles, you know, it's like, ah, man, we had such high hopes. So maybe you could glean something like that. I like that. I'm not buying into, you know, if a guy shoots, you know, perfect 10 for 10 from three, all of a sudden he's turning into mm-hmm. Steph Curry. Like, yeah. I'm more jaded that way. You know, I'm more of a, a pessimist mm-hmm. that way instead of an optimist. No, I, I, you know. I like that. I, th- I think that makes a, a ton of sense. I think yeah. we're going to see, I think the most interesting part that we were talking about, back into the rotation, you know, guys that are trying to fight for minutes and whatnot. But I think the biggest thing is going to be Sasha because mm-hmm. I would put him in as much as possible just – Literally, because I think athletes are creatures of habits, as we all are, but just him adapting to being in America, let alone playing the different rules of the NBA and seeing how he's going to fit in. Because I think that guy, his role, I think, is going to be the most interesting plot line or storyline of the King season. Yeah. Like, could he end up getting into the starting rotation? Who knows? I don't know how much JaVale McGee is going to play. Pardon me. Yeah. Don't know how much JaVale McGee is going to play. Kyle would know a lot better than I would. But I am interested to see if he does play, just getting yeah. an idea. Is that JaVale McGee? JaVale McGee in the system? Just mm-hmm. do we see even flashes of that? Yeah. So I don't know how much he's going to – how much burn he's going to get, but I'd be watching that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look at that. Sasha, of course. I do want to see Keegan Murray. Like, mm. uh, you know – we saw flashes during summer league uh, at California Classic. If he comes out like a gangbuster again, then yeah. that means something to me. You know, I go back to summer league in Vegas. Remember that first game, Victor Wembanyama? He struggled. Everybody was like, "Oh, this uh, guy." Yeah, you know, yeah. we always yeah. right. overreact to mm-hmm. the negative instead of letting it play out. But yeah. you know, that's just how I am too. And so uh, I'm looking forward to Keegan, though. I, w- I want to see Keegan out for there. sure because he's a guy where it it was almost like they were making a point. 
I don't know, I'm not speaking for the organization, but it was almost like they purposely, because he played in games. Oh, yeah. Some people said, oh, yeah. why is he even playing those games? And when he went in there, he didn't just go in there and just shoot the ball. Like, he went out there to dominate. And that's easy to do when you're playing with summer league guys, but how are you going to do that when you're actually right. playing with right. NBA players? Yeah, and that's going to be the big key, right? You know, can you do that when Fox and Sabonis are on the floor, you know, <laughs> yeah. instead of playing with, you know, Joe Schmo? And, but it, they, you're right. That was by design. They wanted to turn the ball over to Keegan and say, you're the guy. Go dominate. Play the point guard. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see if that carries over uh, in the uh, regular season. Yeah, and I'm glad you said you were not speaking for the organization. (laughs) A lot of us assume you are every time you talk. So. It's good that you make it clear. No, it wouldn't be a day in Ingham Y without a shot from Whitey. No, but I mean, like, like, really, it's almost like they have too many shots to go around. It'll be like they want because I was talking to him about the report where Mike Brown, I guess, I think it was at halftime. You can correct me if you know this story better than I do. But he yelled to the whole team and in front of everybody with a lot of explicitives that he needs to shoot at least 10 times in the second half. Or he was going to have bleep to pay, you know, like basically calling him out to have him emerge and be more aggressive. We mean Keegan. Yeah, Keegan. Yes, talking yes, about Keegan yes. Murray because I guess he, he had barely shot in the ball or whatever, so he was calling him out. But then, yeah, how do you do that when you have Fox and you have Sabonis? And then if, you know, if Sasha ends up being the shooter that we think he's going to be, like, I mean, there's only so many well, shots was, to go it around. Was really interesting on the interview you guys played, the Carmichael Dave, J. Ross interview today with Mike Brown. I heard you, and I don't know if you heard this, Kyle, but – Coach Brown said, among other things, Keegan, when you get the rebound, you don't take one dribble and look for Fox. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, take it, take down it, the court take it and go. So that's yeah. one yeah. way yeah. he would like to see Keegan address that. I'll mm-hmm. tell you this: if nothing else, it's a good problem to have. Oh, I'd yeah. rather be having this conversation about how many shots can go around than who the hell is going to be taking the shots, which has been the Kings, you know, history for a long period of time until now. I mean, all the all the things that you can point out about the Kings are good. Good problems to have, right? You know, right, good, yeah. good questions, not bad ones, especially around here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's been bleak. Yeah, so uh, but those yeah. days are over, big fella. Like you no, know, I'm walking around sacking yeah. the, the the vibe around the city, the fan base, everybody's. When have we had this kind of optimism? Surrounding, we didn't have that even going no. into last season. No. Obviously, no. Like this is the first time in almost two decades yeah. where you know what we like. Mike Brown said. We have a possibility of competing for a oh, championship. Yeah. You could make a deep run in the playoffs. We haven't really gone into a season like that in a long time. Not since Marcus Thornton was here, am I right? Ah, the Bayou Balmer? Yeah. Come on. He's a good shooter. He what? Yeah. Oh, he was great. Now, don't You don't want to hear the Marcus Thornton <laughs> takes that I had at one point. I feel like that's the second time he's My brought goodness. him up. Marcus Thornton was that guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> People who were here know. They, no, but know. for sure. I mean, just in terms of like last year, I do think that most people thought they were going to going to break the streak that we don't have to talk about anymore but I think this season's totally different you had Mike Brown really for the first time implementing not only the system offensively and defensively but also just the culture and now all of a sudden like you know that's what I loved most about media day when you guys were doing your interviews these guys are not sitting there going like oh okay let's just try to get to the playoffs for the first time and like they're talking about okay now we got to actually do something which I think that they're all poised to do and kind of what I was telling him about Fox. What I loved about Fox in that playoff series against the Warriors was the technicals that he got. Like, I, I, I need a red bleep, which I still don't know if you can say it on radio, but you know what I'm talking about. I need, like, an alpha, and he yeah. showed me signs of that, and I think he's going to be ready to take that next step this year. 
Did you see the Kevin Pelton projections, which Mr. Draper was nice enough to share with Did me? you see that? that ESPN, uh, you know, his uh, analytic projections. Uh-huh. Like, these are stats-based projections okay. that know, he had for the Sacramento Kings. Play-in tournament for the Kings. The play-in really? tournament for the Sacramento Kings. And what's so crazy, he had the Timberwolves as the second-best team in the Western Conference. What? The Pelicans ahead of the Kings as well. Hold on. Look he at had, that. Hang on. He had the Wolves. Y'all were telling us but about clickbait are, articles he, no, yesterday. But, but don't. This is based on his statistics, yeah. his no, numbers. Serious He put question. them into a formula. He has the T-Wolves as the two seed in yeah, the West? and Denver the three seed. He has Memphis as the number one seed. Where's Denver? Number three. three. Number three. Where are the Lakers? Behind the Kings at number eight. Grizzlies, <laughs> Timberwolves, Nuggets. Warriors, Suns, Pelicans, Kings, Lakers. Suns five? Okay. See, now, now <laughs> but, but, I'll believe into the clickbait stuff. No, no, so, but this, and we'll talk about this coming up on our show. These are numbers based. These sure. are supposed to not have any bias, any kind of, uh, but he did say that, uh, you know, when I read the article, he did say based on the number of games played, he took sort of a, you know, subjective view of things. Mm. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, all right, this guy played this much. He probably is not going to play as much this year. So that's where the numbers could have been skewed. And in his article, he mentioned the Kings and their good health. They were fortunate to sure, have such that's good what health. Everybody that's what everybody that, Which is I'm a so week. That is, well, that, that is so tired, so tired right? Of that, that is so tired. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Did he do this last year? Yeah, yeah, I'm I think sure he does, he does it every it year. Time. Okay, I don't know what yeah. he had how last year. accurate? Well, he said he was sixty percent accurate. He was sixty percent last year. You know, I have how many, his number? I could call him on speaker. How, yeah, many, how, many, how many wins do you think he had him for? And he apparently ran a bunch of simulations, so it's they averaged over my oh simulations. My how many wins? Uh, well, if they're going to be in the play-in tournament, we'll say uh, forty. Three. 43.1. 43. Well wow. wow. Yeah, look at that. Stop. Now yeah. do you see why Stop. I think he's cheating? Come on. That was amazing. Come on. You should play the lotto or something. He's today. a seer. Terrible. Yeah, he for sure. I see it all. Come yeah. on. Anyways. No, I mean, that's... Yeah. So we'll probably I've got be a lot to say about that. Yeah. Well, well, well yeah. what I would do if I were you guys or if I was your producer is I would look to see Jeez. what he did last year. And see how accurate he was last year, because those—I mean, those are crazy we don't, we don't teams. Have time for that. No yeah, I mean, ain't right. no one got time. Now. Exactly. It's not going to be a hundred percent. No, no. no he that, said yeah. he was sixty percent correct last year. He oh, said okay. based on he went back and looked. He okay. said, you know, the win loss totals. He was sixty percent correct on the over under of those. So, mm. well, I'm betting the under on that. I'm not a. I'm not a Minnesota guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> now if he said New Orleans with a healthy Zion might be a top four, I could I could, you know, argue yeah. that better than, you know, Minnesota. Like, yeah. what do they have other than Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns is good, but the Rudy Gobert oh, yeah. experiment. That, that it's whole, just they're a good team, but they, they, they're, yeah. they're one of the underachieving teams, I would say, too, over I, the last few years. The Vikings like might win more games than the Timberwolves. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Right. You feel boom, real boom, happy boom. about that one, huh? You feel <laughs> really good about that. Got Everyone's going to feel real foolish when the Vikings take down the Chiefs on Sunday. Okay? Oh, you, you calling worse. that? You oh, calling that? Okay. You're hearing it here first. He's just okay. a, you know, he shoots arrows. That's what Whitey does. You know what I mean? He, just, he shoots <laughs> arrows. That was yeah, a good I, shot. It was a good to, shot. To, it landed. I'm it landed, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, coming up next, 2 to 6, I will be listening on my drive home. It is the Drive Guys, Draper and Whitey for my man, Chris Watkins and Seth. Behind the glass, I call him Seth. Hey. He looks exactly like Seth MacFarlane. Go ahead, <laughs> Google image search it. I swear to God, he looks exactly like the creator of Family Guy. Anyways, I've been Zachariah. We'll be back on Monday, 10 to 2, Sacktown Sports, 1140.